prepare yourself, dear reader, for another gripping tale of adventure, drama, and self-discovery. This is Wonder World Comics. All right, we'll start with the easy stuff. My name is Ryan Astheimer. I go by he, him pronouns. Online and possibly in the podcast future, I also go by Evitable Fate. My hero I'll be playing is Fundraiser. Also he, him, real name, Renard Carnoir. And tell us a little bit about the awesome playbook you have put together for Fundraiser. So Fundraiser is the made mascot playbook. Basically, what we're doing is, to borrow a term from other industries, we're doing a bit of kit bashing. <laughs> we're taking the soldier playbook and the star playbook, which, if you read them, you find mesh wildly well, and together we're creating what we're calling the made mascot. Awesome. I am so excited to learn more about Fundraiser. So yeah, tell us a little bit about Fundraiser. What do they look like in and out of costume? And uh, what are their superpowers and abilities? So Fundraiser is a 17-year-old white male. He has a lean, athletic build body. As far as costumes, I think we'll see Fundraiser drawn primarily in three main outfits. His comfortable clothing is, it's got well-traveled tourist vibes. Um, We're going very functional here. It can be easily layered on and off, depending on climate. Mm -hmm. Um, Good all-terrain walking boots. One thing that um, eagle-eyed listeners will will realize is that everything is custom-made for him, but made to look that kind of like off-the-rack tailored Mm-hmm. And the reason mm-hmm. for that is because all of his stuff is made from rip and tear resistant materials um, and with some really nice moisture wicking tech. So it comes clean easily. That's the point. Because whether he's in an urban environment or any of the others that his special projects and assignments lead him on, it's um, it's not always the most electricity running water accessible so right right having something that's easy to clean is a necessity and it's right. provided for him as far as costumes go he has two main costumes he has his public costume and he has his hero costume both utilize sort of variations on the chameleon tech the public mm-hmm. costume actually uses it so that when he's at events his costume shifts colors so that it is representative of whether it's the organization or the cause or whatever the event is he's attending. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Awesome. you know, for like... Great for branding. Right. So for like a Red Cross, it's going to have shades of reds. It's going to have patterning. Again, depending on where he is in the room and adapting. So it always looks good on camera. Awesome. Awesome. Excellent. His hero costume utilizes, again, that same chameleon tech, but this time it's designed to break up his figure so he can kind of blend into backgrounds and just make tracking, whether it's like somebody's with their eyes or someone with cameras, just a little more difficult. Cool. 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 A little bit of like uh, optical camouflage. Just yes. help him blend in and break up his silhouette. Cool. Very much cool. so. 
And what kind of meta powers does Renard have? Renard is and was originally designed as my sort of take on uh, what if Superboy had something like Crohn's disease, which is one of the illnesses I have. So for my abilities, I went with super strength and durability, and then also enhanced senses, specifically long distance and expanded high-low frequency hearing. And I'm sure in the comic we'll discover exactly what the limits of these are, but telescopic and microscopic sight. Badass. And where did these powers come from? So that goes into a big part of Ren's origin story. His powers are genetic. They are linked, and they seem to be linked to, in some way, his illness. And he doesn't fully understand how. What he knows is that when his symptoms are manifesting, his power levels are lower. But what he also knows is that depending on where he is in his medical, his medicine cycle, again, his power levels will vary slightly. If it's time for a new maintenance dose, he's a couple days from it. His powers are not at 100%. And whether it's stress or strain, physical or emotional, those can be triggering for his illness. So that can affect his powers. And then again, his, uh, you know, where he is in his med cycle will affect his abilities as well. That's so cool. And it's going to be so cool to see how that works out and plays out with uh, his relationship with your organization that you work for, because they also provide you with the medicine you need, right? Yes. And interestingly enough, one of the many causes to which he is a spokesperson for is for his illness, specifically trying to find not just a treatment, but a cure. Awesome. And that does leave open the possibility that upon the discovery of a cure, he could potentially lose his powers. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about the, uh, the agency he works for? So Rin works for the United Nations Human Resource Alliance. And essentially what that is, is it's a combination of both government and private sector charities and non-government organizations that work together to support those who have been displaced or have had their lives disrupted by whether it's human-on-human conflict environmental devastation, climate change, or as our world has plenty of, the super versus whatever the threat happens to be battles. Mm -hmm. And in the wake of those, there's destruction. And what this organization does and has done for decades is come in and provide support and eventually helps to rebuild the medical and infrastructure that was destroyed. Awesome. So he's he's basically works for like an international humanitarian aid association. Correct. Which is really cool. Awesome. And uh is there anything else from like your your backstory that you wanna you wanna hit on before we go a little bit more into so what we've discussed so far is a lot of his what he refers to as hero in attendance events. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. The other side, the secret mission side of him 
is that those same technologies, whether they're medical or infrastructure or in some other way advanced, that are being sent into these areas that have been devastated, are prime targets for hijacking. And those technologies, once hijacked, get stripped down, and the really cool high-tech pieces get pulled out, and then get sold to various villains who are looking for their latest innator parts. Yes. One of the things that he does as hero in attendance is he puts a lot of publicity on these events and the groups that try to attack and hijack these things don't want that because that's mm -hmm. going to draw more attention from all the various other capes in the world. Right, right. And then, of course, he's also there to provide security and protection. Um, so that's the other, I would say that's probably the other big part of his life. And it's not quite a perfect 50-50 balance. Um, he's been doing this now, the various different pieces of it for almost a year. And shortly before arriving in New Olympus, one of the convoys was delayed. And the site at which they were supposed to unload was attacked. And friends and colleagues of his were injured and... Um, even killed when the people who were coming for the tech were upset the tech hadn't arrived yet. So he's also uh, got a little bit of a personal mission of trying to find out more about who it is that's behind these attacks so that he can bring them to some level of justice. Awesome. Awesome. Super cool. Definitely uh, have no idea what's going on there. I'm sure we'll never <laughs> find out. <laughs> awesome. Do you want to tell us a little bit about some of the relationships you have and uh, whose names you filled in some of those blanks? So this is the part where I'm actually going to probably need a little bit of um, brainstorming help. Right. Okay. Because... That is totally fine. And this is also interestingly where I'm finding that the star and the soldier playbooks again mesh nicely together um for example one of my questions is you know who is critical to long serve the long-term success of the unhra mm -hmm. that i must protect but then i also get the star question of who might wind up being more of a star than me someday hmm. then i get the is uh, isn't always thrilled with the way the unhra handles things Mm -hmm. I've come to value their critiques, even if I don't agree with them. But then the follow-up star question is, blank would make a great sidekick. I would love to keep them around. So that's... Um, it really does speak to the uh, both the um, managing your, your public appearance and also managing the, uh, the organization halves of uh, your life there. Yeah. So I don't know if we want to um, fill these out now, if we want to kind of just keep these in back of mind and maybe bring them up as they uh, sort of apply. If you want to uh, put some names in some of those and establish some relationships, that is mm. totally awesome. They don't necessarily have to be with other player characters that will be in the session we're doing, or they don't even have to be necessarily player characters. Hmm. But, and they don't have to be characters that already exist. Oh, okay. Like okay. If you want to make up a character, you are welcome to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, 
Moonflower would be a great sidekick someday. I want to keep them around. I mean, it's an option, but... Uh, Putting my, yourself on a pretty high pedestal there. <laughs> uh, so that's an option, but maybe not option number one. Yeah, we can we can put a pin in this and come back to it if you want. Yeah. Or maybe, uh, you know, during play, some of these uh, answers will emerge. Yeah, that was, as I was looking over this, that was kind mm-hmm. of the thought that I had is... I think this is one of those things that in some ways it could be interesting as the characters interact mm-hmm. to kind of feel out where they fall into in this because mm-hmm. it could well be yeah. very surprising. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. That is that is excellent. So we're, uh, we'll all be waiting with bated breath to see how uh, these relationships play out. And influence. Let's... Um, I think, I guess you could choose which influence move you want to use or hmm. that would make the most sense to me. Hmm. Yeah. Cause for influence I have, if I go under the soldier one, mm-hmm. I get two teammates that have earned esteem and give them influence. Okay. And, and then if the star go- one is you choose if you see your team as a means to an end or something worthwhile on its own. And then give. I think I'm right now going to go then with, uh, I think I'm going to choose to see, I think ultimately I want to choose to see the team as a means to an end. Awesome. So in that case, you give no one influence. Influence. Lovely. Which is also easier at this point. Right. Uh, (laughs) And it also makes total sense. You know, Ren's already getting pulled between uh, his his corporate obligations and his fans, and he's just moving to this new city. So, yeah, that that checks out. So let's talk about some of the cool abilities and moves that you have. So I've got three chosen mixed between the soldier and the star. I've got, before we get started... Uh, when you have time to closely observe your opposition before a fight, roll plus savior, and then some cool things get to happen, um, redirect their attack to another character or nowhere into a wall or the sky, uh, cross distance between you and them, stun them, uh, close up or form a dist or from a distance, ignore all harm from one of their attacks, escape any binding or impediments they attempt to place on you. Awesome. Um, the other one I took is it feels it kind of feels personal when you discover that someone has misled you or betrayed your cause. And since he might have three of those, um, <laughs> mark a condition to take plus one on going against them until they brought until they brought justice. I thought that's that would awesome. be helpful. That's spicy. Um, and then I have uh, take it from me when you comfort or support someone who openly admires your celebrity persona. Role plus superior instead of mundane. That one just felt again. Uh- you got three different avenues there, so potentially, why not? It seems it seems quite applicable. Yeah, awesome. And then, in addition to all of that, you also have the soldier label. Yes, which is an additional label that kind of measures um, your relationship with your organization and how well that is going. And the UNHRA can also have influence over you and all of that fun stuff. Anything else you want to talk about or share or that you feel is important for the world to know about Ren Fundraiser? 
self-made mascot made mascot <laughs> made mascot yes not self-made made by others <laughs> made by the made by others mascot um well let's see he does ultimately want to restructure the world socioeconomic model for the benefit of everyone um he at the ex- he uh, he yeah at the expense by taxation of the rich and the powerful excellent so uh, that's you know another reason to come to New Olympus is they have you know an excellent university so he's hoping mm-hmm. to do some mm-hmm. studying so we can start putting that so we can start putting that um, epic world changing system in place. Awesome, love to hear it. It's important to have goals as a hero. Excellent, absolutely, for sure. Does anyone else have any questions about uh, about fundraiser slash Renard Carnoir? I'm excited to meet him. Yes, same. Um, what is his relationship like with his fan base? And how, what do his fans think of the UNHRA? Are they typically like support the UNHRA's actions or do they kind of protest them? Or So a lot of his fan base is very PR controlled mm-hmm. for him. He's got, you know, the organization makes sure he has people for that that being said this opportunity coming to new olympus it does and then in the wake of some of those people having been taken out in the attack it's opened up opportunities for him to more directly um communicate with his fan base and so i'm actually looking forward to exploring as far as the general public opinion of the unhra I mean, there are, of course, if you scroll three, four or five pages down um, on any search engine, you'll start finding, you know, UNHRA conspiracy theorists. Um, But generally, they're looked upon as being like anything else, at best helpful, at worst, not trying to make anything actively worse. Cool. Cool, cool. Hmm. Awesome. That'll be a fun dynamic to explore between his uh, his fans and his corporation. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us, Ryan. We are super stoked to have you and uh, can't wait to see what Ren gets up to in the near future. Thank you for having me. I look forward to playing. Today's episode features Fundraiser, who's played by special guest Ryan Astheimer. Ryan can be found on social media at Fate on Twitter, Insta, and Blue Sky. Wonderworld Comics is an actual play podcast of Masks, a new generation by Brendan Conway. Wonderworld Comics is produced by Michael Dunham, and it is edited by Michael Dunham and Kaylee Newberry. The music is from Dvorak Symphony Number no. 9. Do you have questions or comments? You can get a hold of us on Twitter at WW Comics Podcast, or send us an email at WW Comics Podcast at gmail.com.